Welcome to WITHAM's 2021-2022 Global Summit. This year, we have a podcast series with WITHAM's international team members discussing doing business in regions around the world with our HLB member firms, our clients, and our colleagues. Listen in for discussions to hear how they transact business in multiple countries, to learn about changes in their home country environments, as well as about the culture, cuisine, and must-see sites in each region. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, my name is Calvin Young. I'm manager here at Witham's International Tax Practice, and joining me today is Rajesh Tripathi, a principal in our international tax group. And we also have a special guest with us today, Luis Lamba, a director at HLB Puerto Rico, which is a member firm in our HLB Global Network. Today, we'll, we're here to, to discuss uh, just considerations for U.S. citizens and businesses contemplating relocating to Puerto Rico, as well as touching on some of the tax benefits that may be available to them if, if they do indeed move to Puerto Rico. Uh, so moving into some of the, the topics that we're going to discuss today, the first question, the first big question, why would, why would people be interested in moving to Puerto Rico? As far as the location, weather, and quality of life, there's also business, the, the, they have a strong business environment in Puerto Rico. But I will, I'll ask Luis, who, who lives in Puerto Rico, to discuss some of his, his thoughts on why would anyone want to move to Puerto Rico? Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Uh, let, let me let me give you a little, little bit a brief description about Puerto Rico, so so people will get a better feeling of uh, where we at and 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 why Puerto Rico has become a little more attractive to, in in the, in the last couple of years. A, a, a quick summary: Puerto Rico is is basically a self-governing territory of the United States that is located in the northeastern Caribbean. Okay. We're east of the Dominican Republic and uh, west of the U.S. Virgin Islands, okay? Puerto Rico has around 3.5 million, uh, the population is about 3.5, 3.5 million people. And, you know, the weather temperature is between 80 and 90 degrees uh, year, all year round. That has made to Puerto Rico, uh, uh, a competitive jurisdiction because Puerto Rico is, you know, is, is, is for U.S. tax purposes considered a foreign jurisdiction. But on the other hand, it, it's also protected, you know, with the U.S. Constitution. I mean, Puerto Rico, uh, you know, uses the U.S. Postal Service, uses the same U.S. banking system. And we got, you know, there's also federal law enforcement agencies in Puerto Rico. So even though Puerto Rico, you know, it's, it's, it's a foreign jurisdiction. You get all the protection uh, as if you were any any other state. It sounds like there's there's Puerto Rico itself has well built up infrastructure as far as the uh, the the federal the U.S. federal government in Puerto Rico to for those certain protections. Uh, that is correct. I see. So. As far as who is moving to Puerto Rico, in your experience, who has what type of client has been contacting you with with the interest of looking into moving to Puerto Rico? Yeah, a little history. Puerto Rico used to be well known because of its manufacturing back from the 70s to the 90s. 
because, you know, there was one specific code section in the U.S. code that gave it a huge break to the pharmaceuticals, and they were all down in Puerto Rico. But that section got repealed in 1995, and uh, Puerto Rico has been looking since then, something to try to jumpstart its economy. And what happens was uh, back in 2012, Puerto Rico came out with the two new tax incentive laws called the, the Act 20 and the Act 22. And, you know, the Act 22, which is basically known as the Investors Act, gives a huge break uh, to uh, individuals that, you know, has a lot of, you know, capital gains in, 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 in their tax returns. Because Puerto Rico basically exempt, exempts everybody from paying capital gains uh, in Puerto Rico, and by being a bona fide resident of Puerto Rico, uh, you get to exclude those capital gains from the federal return. We'll talk a little about that a little, a little uh, later in, 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 in this conversation, but that's, that's, that has been huge in the last couple of years where people from like the, you know, cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency investors and, and, and people that have a lot of stake in the, in the market has attracted a lot of people, uh, 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 obviously has a huge uh, incentive to move to Puerto Rico. And the other, you know, I mentioned Act 22. We got the Act 20, which basically uh, it, was, it's, 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 it was designed to promote uh, people to move to Puerto Rico where you provide a service in Puerto Rico and your customers are located outside of Puerto Rico. And... Uh, when you move, you know, when you export services from Puerto Rico, the Puerto Rico government will give you, you pay only a tax rate of 4% on the, on that, on that income that you generate in Puerto Rico. And those two, two laws that were enacted in 2012 has been really what really triggered in the last couple of years the amount of people that are moving to Puerto Rico. I see. So just based on those, those two recent, fairly recent acts. That Puerto Rico enacted, it it seems like due to the tax benefits, the a lot of uh, cryptocurrency investors or tech entrepreneurs, and as well as high net worth individuals, are are the main main audience that that is interested in moving to Puerto Rico. And it seems like if they do, they could get the benefit of all uh, beneficial tax rules from the interaction with Puerto Rico and the U.S. Yep, that's correct. So as far as the, how would you describe the business environment in Puerto Rico? Well, you know, it's, 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 it's quite unique because like I said, you know, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S., but it's considered a foreign jurisdiction for U.S. tax purposes. So there's a lot of, and, 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 and at the same, by the same, the, the same token, there's a lot of, you know, code sections within the U.S. code that apply specifically to Puerto Rico that when you combine, you combine what Puerto Rico has enacted and some of the sections that are, you know, like I said, specifically to Puerto Rico, it has created a, a lot of opportunities to, to different kinds of businesses in Puerto Rico. Um, and obviously, like I said, you know, you got the protection of being on, on a U.S. territory where, where basically, you know, you, you're using U.S. dollar, uh, you know, or the accounting system, the banking system, everything is basically just, just like moving to any other state. 
Okay. Even for example, if you decide to start a manufacturing facility in Puerto Rico, you know, it, it, it actually will have the label made in USA for all purposes. So, so you can get it, the benefit of, you know, paying, being on a, on a, on a low, uh, tax bracket jurisdiction and, and still be able to manufacture products, you know, label it, you know, made in USA. So it's, 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 it's quite a unique environment for investors. And by the way, Puerto Rico, you know, we were talking about the Act 20 and 22, but Puerto Rico has an array of different tax incentive laws that, you know, cover agriculture, manufacturing, uh, also for the hospitality, hospitality business. Uh, so, so it, it, does, it doesn't have to be, you know, you know, the Act 20 and 22. There could be also some other tax incentive law that you could be able to use if you decide to make Puerto Rico your, 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 your place of work. I see. So it sounds, it does sound like there's, there's are a lot of business benefits to, to having a business located in Puerto Rico and just, just having that interaction between the U S and Puerto Rican tax rules, uh, that there could be, there's a lot of benefits for, for a U.S. resident, U.S. person to, to either establish a business down there or to move down there themselves. Uh, so on that point, what are some of the, uh, I'll re ask Raj, what are some of the benefits for someone moving to Puerto Rico as far as from the U.S. perspective? So, Cameron, uh, the question about what happens when a U.S. citizen uh, or an individual is trying to move to Puerto Rico. And as, uh, you know, Louis just mentioned that people have in their mindset that, hey, if I move to Puerto Rico, it's a foreign jurisdiction, it's a foreign country. Do I have to give up my citizenship? And what Section 877A of, uh, you know, uh, the IRC code talks about is whenever a U.S. citizen or permanent resident is renouncing their citizenship or a green card holder is trying to give up their green card, you have to pay an exit tax. And what that means is that uh, basically, uh, you know, the exit tax rule will apply and they will have to do, do the cal uh, follow the rules of Section 877 and make sure that they are, you know, paying the exit tax to the, you know, uh, and that's one of the scary part for whenever somebody's moving to Puerto Rico, that, hey, uh, do I have to pay exit tax? But in our case, when a U.S. person is moving to Puerto Rico, the exit tax rule does not apply, or they don't have to, because they're not relinquishing their citizenship, you know. So the other question about when a person is moving to Puerto Rico, the question they have in their mind is whether, you know, uh, whether what happens to their, you know, uh, taxable income. So what Section 933 says that any income derived from Puerto Rico sources, they're usually excluded from the U.S. citizen's gross income. And what that means is whenever a U.S. taxpayer or a bona fide resident of Puerto Rico is going to be a, a taxable, it has for the entire tax year, is going to be a resident of Puerto Rico. He can exclude from his U.S. federal income tax, you know, the Puerto Rican source interest and dividends and also probably the capital gains income. Now, what is the definition of the bona fide, in, you know, residence? A bona fide residence is basically somebody who is satisfying the uh, presence test, who also does not have a tax from outside Puerto Rico during the entire year, and does not have a closer connection to the U.S. or a foreign country uh, for the entire taxable year. So what IRC Section 933 basically says or provides that provides an exception with respect to Puerto Rican residents, individuals who are bona fide residents of Puerto Rico for the entire taxable year, other than the federal employees, 
can exclude from the gross income for federal income tax purposes. And those bona fide residents are therefore exempt from federal income taxes. So this is a very positive initiative or mindset of people who are planning to move to Puerto Rico that they will not be taxed in the US, you know. But there are certain rules that you have to apply and you have to qualify for those rules. Thanks, Raj. So that seems sounds like there's a as far as the from the US perspective, there are a lot of positives as far as a a US person that moves to Puerto Rico and, and lives there for for the year. Um, so absolutely, um, there's only one thing that they'll, they'll have to make sure that the individual you'll have to first may, maybe first you'll have to make sure that you are a bona fide resident. That's the first requirement for the entire taxable year. And then the second thing is you'll also have to make sure that you comply with the, you know, IRC section 937 and your income must constitute Puerto Rican source income. So you have to make sure you're getting Puerto Rican source income to exclude that from the federal, uh, you know, your federal tax, uh, you know, um, take the federal tax benefit. I see. And earlier, Luis mentioned the Act 20 and Act 22, the tax benefits under those two acts in Puerto Rico. Uh, Could you expand on those a little bit more and then also maybe talk about some of the other key requirements that that people should know if they are contemplating a move to Puerto Rico? Sure. Yeah, the, the, the Act 20, which is, is, is commonly known for export services, like I said, you know, you establish your business out here, you start servicing, you know, uh, customers uh, outside of Puerto Rico, you know, you get tax, you pay tax only at 4% in Puerto Rico. And if obviously, if you're a, a Puerto Rico resident, okay, that dividend that comes out of the company is tax free. Okay, so there's no there's no double tax, it's only a, it's a flat four percent. Okay. So that's a huge break uh, for for you know, we have seen call centers, we have seen the uh, fund managers that are that are moving to Puerto Rico just to be able to 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 reduce their all or all effective tax rate at four percent. Uh, the Act 22, which obviously is just is the, the, the main attractive is the capital gains. You know, like, like you know, the, the, we were just talking, you know, the, the capital gain uh, has to be sourced in Puerto Rico. And obviously, if you become a bona fide resident of Puerto Rico, the sourcing is determined by the residents of the taxpayer. So basically, everything becomes uh, Puerto Rico source. However, there are some specific rules that need to be followed when you move to Puerto Rico with respect to any positions that you have you had prior to moving to Puerto Rico. Um, one 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 note that I wanted to mention with respect to the you know the residency requirements is, is obviously you have to commit to become a resident of Puerto Rico. It's not like you want to live a dual resident. You know I must be part of the U.S. and part in Puerto Rico. I mean you technically have to commit to become a Puerto Rico resident because obviously the IRS has some strict rules and. And and they will probably you know they will follow up and, and check in that people are complying with this residency requirement. Uh, like we just recently said, you know, we you have to be here the entire taxable year. But I just wanted to make a quick comment on that. Is that you know for the transition year, let's say you cannot make it here by January first. Okay, there's an exception to the rule that if if you're here in Puerto Rico more than 183 days of the year and you beat the other two t- the other two tests, okay, the closer connection and the tax home test, basically the IRS will let you to be considered as a steward here since January 1st, as long as you stay as a bona fide resident of Puerto Rico the next two taxable years. 
So if you, for any reason you cannot make it by January 1st, but you comply, you know, you can use that exception to be able to use the benefit of Section 933 2022 if you consider moving to for next year. Um, that's basically it. I mean, any any other questions uh, you, 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 you want to ask me? So my question to you, Luis, is I have a U.S. entity and my U.S. entity sets, uh, has an IP park in the U.S. And I decide to set up a legal entity in Puerto Rico, a subsidiary. And I hire one or two employees in Puerto Rico. And the purpose of my subsidiary is to target uh, customers in Puerto Rico. And I have one customer, A, in Puerto Rico with whom I signed the contract from the U.S. And my Puerto Rican subsidiary will provide support on the use to the customers in Puerto Rico who are going to use my IP, which is sitting in the U.S. Do you see any withholding tax for the services that my Puerto Rican entity will provide to the customers in Puerto Rico? Or will there be any other withholding tax on the IP that is going to be used by those customers in Puerto Rico? Well, the, 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 any payments to the, for the use of the IP will not be subject to any withholding in Puerto Rico. Okay. With respect to the, to the Puerto Rico side and the, and the, and the work that is the subsidiary is going to be doing in Puerto Rico with the with the Puerto Rico, uh, based customers. Okay. Technically, it's, if, if it is a business that you're providing services to, okay. There is a withholding on services on 10% that is required when, when a business provides any kind of business to another, to a, to another business. Okay. However, there is a way to mitigate that withholding. If you're a new subsidiary in Puerto Rico, there's, to, there's a way to get a waiver for three years, uh, to avoid that withholding in, in Puerto Rico. And, uh, and after those three years, you know, there's some other ways to, to try to avoid that withholding. But that, that's the only thing that, that, that needs to be, that you have to be cautious because obviously that 10% is on the top line, uh, of the, of the amount that is being billed. Okay. And just to, just to clarify that withholding is actually an estimated tax payment. Okay. That is, that at the end of the year is going to get reporting on the Puerto Rican version of the 1099 that you're going to be able to use as, a, as, an, as, an, as an estimated tax payment on your tax return. Okay, thank you, Louis. So based on the discussion today, and I just want to thank you again, Louis, for joining us to, to discuss all these benefits and the rules in Puerto Rico and the interaction with the US tax laws. But it sounds like there's there could be significant tax benefits on capital gains and other income from services, as well as lifestyle benefits for for the right person who who would move to Puerto Rico. Uh, and and I think one of the key factors that we have to stress here is that to take advantage of the Puerto Rican tax benefits, they the individual they have to follow the rules. And I guess for the most it sounds like the the key fact the key requirement on the individual side is that this person actually has to move to Puerto Rico and live there to satisfy that bona fide resident requirement. So based on that, it, if, if anyone listening to this podcast is interested in, in exploring more about moving to Puerto Rico and any other considerations and benefits that, that could be achieved by moving there, 
uh, please reach out to either myself, Rajesh, or Luis so that we could discuss further. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed your virtual trip to another region as much as I did. Please join us again as we continue to roam the world.